on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Artificial intelligence is having a huge impact on our world. The technology is even changing the internet, bringing with it a whole host of advancements and problems. Now, OpenAI's ChatGPT is being sued in the United States. So, what does this mean for new breakthrough AI programs and where? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is in America today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. A class action lawsuit has been filed against OpenAI, the creator of ChatGPT, claiming that the company's AI training methods violate the privacy and copyright of numerous individuals who have shared content online. In order for ChatGPT to complete tasks and provide information, OpenAI gathered an enormous amount of data from various sources on the internet to train its advanced AI language models. The lawsuit claims that the company acquired the data without seeking permission from the content creators. Here's Sam Altman, the CEO of ChatGPT. We're not going to be the only creator of this technology. There will be other people who don't put some of the safety limits that, that we put on it. Society, I think, has a limited amount of time to figure out how to react to that, how to regulate that, how to, how to handle it. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Thanks so much for joining me. So the data sets used include everything from Wikipedia articles to popular books and even social media posts. Did OpenAI really need to obtain consent? In many cases, they did. Um, if you look at what had happened historically with Google and, you know, just authors, I mean, they've had to settle out of court on uh, copyright infringements over the course of time, specifically when they started just ingesting things for their Play Store um, and then also reselling that content. ChatGPT is facing something similar in the sense that you have plenty of copywritten information and there's two authors from Massachusetts that are driving the class action lawsuit. But they've got even more problems on their hand. Um, so Microsoft, who has backed them, is also part of a second lawsuit where um, ChatGPT's co-pilot, well, it's actually Microsoft's co-pilot coding tool with, that works with GitHub, which is built on top of OpenAI, is being sued for basically violating a number of um, you know Creative Commons, but then also like copyright guidelines around code. And then there's a third lawsuit uh, that's coming up against Midjourney and a, a number of other companies from artists. So you know, I think it's a sign of the time, um, and it's also kind of a necessity to get from these companies some detail on where they trained all of their models and where they got all of the backing of their system. Um, one last thing I'll, I'll toss out too is that OpenAI is being sued by the Malaysian, Vietnamese, and a couple other countries' governments uh, for publishing false information and, um, in many cases, uh, information that could be harmful uh, by politicians from the 1990s to 2000s from that region. So it seems like OpenAI is in big legal trouble on numerous different fronts. It looks like it. And, you know, some of these things are going to take a year to three years to play out. But I think in many cases, if they're able to show that the structures of code that are being suggested by Copilot um, are actually based upon structures that, you know, they kind of gleaned from 
GitHub, then Microsoft and OpenAI are going to be found liable in, in one case. Uh, in the case of the authors, I think it's going to be far easier to prove um, with the information that was pulled in, but they're going to have to do some analysis in terms of how ChatGPT is writing and what structures that it took from specific authors um, that's out there. So it's kind of a 50-50 on that one. And then the defamatory ones that are coming from East Asian countries, uh, those aren't going to be playing out in U.S. courts. Those may be playing out in courts in those countries, as well as international courts. So it is more than likely that you will see some sort of prosecution to conviction in those cases. So as you mentioned, in some cases, OpenAI did need to get consent from content creators. It sounds so like something very simple and that you would imagine the top brass would understand. How could they have overlooked this? I think in many cases, you know, when we look at social media information and information on the internet, a lot of stuff is published with what's called a Creative Commons license. And in many cases, if you're publishing on these platforms, you're giving access to this information to be indexed, to be crawled, to be put into the Library of Congress, which is where tweets go. Um, but you're not necessarily giving authorization to a third-party company to utilize that information to train their data models. And I, I think that's where this is coming in. So, you know, a lot of the terms and services would allow for some light scraping, but they're not allowing for sort of wholesale, like, removal of their content and, and ingestion into another database. And that's what it looks like OpenAI has done in this case. And in many cases, what Microsoft may have done with OpenAI tools. So this, of course, would just be your analysis. But do you think OpenAI knew this and said, hey, we're the first, let's just do it and see what happens and just anticipated that eventually they would face some lawsuits? Or do you think they are surprised with these lawsuits? I think they may be a bit surprised. I think, you know, a lot of what they thought was that under Creative Commons licensing and some of the other terms of services that they have out there, that they would be fine. I think this becomes another situation like Cambridge Analytica in 2016, uh, where we're going to have to actually look at two things. We're going to have to look at one, the methodology by which Ch um, ChatGPT did this, and this is for their 3.5 and 4 versions of ChatGPT. Um, and then secondarily, we're also going to have to look at like what information was taken um, and how that information was used. And a, a number of those things may end up in sealed sort of court indictments and, and sealed findings, um, which aren't relayed to the, the public um, just for you know, the sense of the, of the fact that there's trade secrets involved in there. But the remainder of this, um, you know, it, it kind of underscores a need for us to, one, set some judicial guidelines for this, but two, uh, probably legal guidelines with legislation that is likely starting to come this fall with the SEC's movement on AI and bots and into the spring and, you know, the coming years in terms of legislation that will be coming from Congress and the states. What do you think some of the ramifications of this case could be? Um, one is the restrictions upon uh, AIs and AI training models in terms of how they have to, you know, uh, disclose where they're getting information from. It may also require them to pay for content that they're bringing into their platform to that they utilize to train their models. Um, and thirdly, it, it may actually just create a, a methodology by which there's additional transfers of funds in between content creators and content owners uh, and these GPT companies, um, because there's more than just open AI that are out there. Um, 
as well as, you know, uh, additional questions of what happens when people actually take these GPT models and run them in servers themselves, where, you know, they're not providing a public service like ChatGPT, but they may be using the same technology um, for more nefarious or more specialized ends. Now, I would imagine that OpenAI is not the only company that has used internet data to train AI models in this way. Do you think that there could be lawsuits with some of the other similar AI programs and software? You know, there was a, an AI meetup with venture capitalists a couple of weeks ago before the AWE conference um, in Silicon Valley, and there was over 100 companies there. Uh, there's a ton of specialized AI companies that are, are looking at doing everything from training children through robots to academic research to, you know, there's, there's an AI out there that's uh, deciphering cuneiform texts that they haven't been able to, to decipher in about 5,000 years and found a new epic of Gilgamesh. So there's, there's a lot of companies that could potentially be sued. A lot of this also comes down to how universities um, and private companies are, are registering their rights, um, and then also what the permissions are of these accessible databases uh, for that information to actually be crawled and used. And I, and I think that's a new fair use case that we're going to run into that's going to be legislated and, and end up in the judiciary probably in the next couple of months. Ah, Sultan, thank you so much for the interesting conversation. More Ticker News right after this. 